Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. You know, we have a lot of smart guests. Yes, we do. On this show. And kind of one thing, if you're going to start a podcast and it's going to go good, you need to get used to pretty much always being the dumbest one in the room. <laughs> we have gotten used to it. <laughs> you're bringing on the General Flynn's and Dr. Peter McCullough's and everybody that's an expert in their space. And today is no different. Yep. Definitely raising the bar. She's a, a, a graduate of Yale. Yes, very you, impressive. They don't just let everybody in there. Nope. Nobody in my family at all. <laughs> Mine uh, either. Uh, graduate of Yale University. She's gone through some tremendous things personally and has turned those into a benefit to the world. So she's an example for all of us. Uh, founder of, Pre- uh, of of Women's Rights Without Frontiers and co-chair of Stop Vax Passports Task Force. You've seen her on Fox News and Laura Ingram, TED Talks, all over the place. Today, all the way to the top of the Flyover Conservative yep. podcast, Reggie Littlejohn. Yay! You guys are great. I mean, who could not love you? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We're so excited to have you on the show today. Well, I'm excited to be here. We've got we've got some big things to talk about. You're kind of known again. I mentioned the TED talks and things in the past. What you've done in in the area of of, of human rights, bringing attention to, um, you know, you give graphic details of stories of things that happen with China under their one child policy, two child policy, and and what it looks like in real life when people lose their rights, not only politically, but they lose their rights even of their own physical autonomy of their body, mm-hmm. of of the of the giving birth of their own children. But now you're kind of carrying that into a new space here, and, and I I'm, I'm kind of want you to make the connection for our viewers. We're talking about the World Health Organization specifically today and how there's kind of a, I'm not understanding or making too much of it, but a push by the current administration to put us underneath of that authoritarian regime that you've been speaking out against for so long. What? How did you make this transition over to this message? Okay, so, yeah, I'm an attorney. I'm a graduate of Yale Law School. And um, in the mid-90s, I represented a refugee in her case for political asylum. And she was uh, forcibly sterilized, meaning that she was grabbed at her home, screaming, crying, pleading, held down to a table. And then they performed this very invasive abdominal surgery without any anesthesia. She got a massive infection and was permanently disabled in multiple ways from that, really butchered, okay? Um, and that was when I figured out in the mid-90s that the, uh, that the propaganda from the Chinese Communist Party, that the one-child policy was, um, was voluntary, that that was a lie. And I left the practice of law, founded Women's Rights Without Frontiers, um, and we were or have been a major voice. Some have said the leading voice against forced abortion in China. Um, we have branched out to um, helping women who are victims of the pressure by their families to selectively abort their girls. So that's called gender side. And we're the only organization in the world with a on the ground inside of China, saving baby girls and widows. And that's a wow. whole other story. I'd love to do a show on that. But having watched China for so many years, I became very concerned when I started seeing this vaccine passport being floated in the United States Mm. uh, under the the COVID-19 crisis. All right. Mm -hmm. So these vaccine passports, they support the same digital platform as the China social credit system. Okay. And what that is, is that is a um, it's a digital platform that they use in China to, to track everything about a person and come up with a score. So they have real time facial recognition. 
uh, real-time geolocation. They know what you look like. They know where you are, where you live, where you work, all of your social media posts, all of your internet search history, all of your spending history, um, your criminal history, and then your credit cards and your bank accounts. And they look, they put this all together and come up with a score for you. And that score reflects how much of a, of a meek and, and compliant Chinese sheep you are. And if you, if they can count on you to mm. always follow the rules and never make waves, they'll give you what looks like a little bit of freedom. However, if you do make waves and if you, then they will slam down on you. They will number one, censor you, but number two, they could, they can do any number of things like make you lose your job, um, make you not Mm. be able to travel, cut you off from your credit cards and your bank accounts. All right. Control Um, your life. Totally Mm -hmm. control your life. So when the coronavirus hit, and everybody was in, you know, a panic and, and people were very afraid. Then they started saying, okay, you ha- the, the, the answer is the vaccine. And, um, and if you're not vaccinated, then you can, you know, endanger other people. Therefore, we have to have these vaccine passports. And by the way, saying that you're, that you're going to endanger other people who are vaccinated, if you're not vaccinated, makes no medical sense. No. no. You're supposed to be protected, right? But we're, that's a whole nother show, okay, to get into that. But what I am saying is that was the pretext of floating these vaccine passports where you would be able to be free if you were va- vaxxed and boosted, et cetera. The implication being you would not be free if you were not mm-hmm. vaxxed and boosted. Mm-hmm. And I talked to a couple of tech, tech experts who verified that this vaccine passport could was the same platform that could have, it could do the same thing as the China social credit system. Mm-hmm. And that's when I just sort of dropped everything and co-founded the stop vaccine passports task force mm-hmm. way that the sovereignty coalition grew um, out of that is, is with this WHO world health organization um, pushing these vaccine passports. And by the way, I need to tell your, your, your viewers, it does not matter whether it is called a vaccine passport or a smart health card or a, an Excelsior pass or even a digital driver's license mm. or anything. Okay. It, it doesn't matter what you call it. It can support the platform for the China social credit system. So right now um, I'm holding an article that says that the United States um, digital ID system, U.S. digital ID system, proceeds to the Senate for debate. So this is pretty far along, and um, this this is a very dangerous thing. It's it's not mm-hmm. called a vaccine passport. They're not the pretext is not uh, you know checking your health status. The pretext is preventing identity thro- fraud or identity theft. Mm. It, it can it can it can um, support the same platform. We've got to oppose it. I'm going to call this the the digital gulag bill and, and launch a campaign against it. Um, but when I saw this coming to the United States, especially through the World Health Organization, mm-hmm. um, that's when I co-founded the Sovereignty Coalition together with with my friend Frank Gaffney. So what's happening with the World Health Organization is is very frightening and very urgent. Um, there's two instruments that they are currently negotiating. One is called the, Inter- the international health regulations that are going to amend them. And then the other one is called um, a new pa- pandemic accord. They're not calling it a treaty because they want to avoid the U S treaty process. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And what these will do is they will turn the World Health Organization from being an advisory body to being a regulatory body that will issue non that, that will issue binding um, directives. Like, and and you saw how the World Health Organization totally messed up the COVID pandemic. You know, yeah. they parroted what the Chinese Communist Party was saying, mm-hmm. like, oh, well, we have no evidence of human to human transmission. Right. You know, how many people died because of that? You know, we could have caught the whole thing weeks or a yeah. month earlier. It, you get the feeling when you're seeing those guys. If you if he was like Scooby Doo, you walked up to Tedros and like pulled on his face, it, mm-hmm. it would be she. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's like it's like that thing. It's like who is this really? Pull off the mask. I knew it the whole time. Right. You know, it, it's it's a it's a it's an organizational body acting uh, as a surrogate for mm-hmm. the CCP. That's how it felt. So basically, these two instruments, Reggie, they would actually put it like in a global surveillance state. Basically, is that right? Yes. Okay. So, so that that's and that's where this whole you know uh, vaccine passport thing comes in. If these pass, um, which I think they will, and I can explain that. All right. Mm-hmm. It, 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 there's a couple things in the treaty itself. There's there's a, a, a um, an article in there about surveillance that's going to require all nations who are parties to this treaty to surveil all of their citizens. And not only that, they have this thing called One Health, which means that it's not just people, it's animals, plants, and the environment as well. So surveilling everything, the pretext being to see if there's a health. <laughs> wow. I mean, what it does is it enables them to surveil every aspect mm-hmm. of life on Earth. And then there's another section that requires the nations to censor censor people. And, you, you know, you saw how censorship worked. Anybody who who um, challenged the WHO narrative about COVID got deplatformed. I was one of them. Sure. Anyone even tried to talk about their own personal experience mm-hmm. with a vaccine injury was deplatformed yep. and, and told that they yep. were purveyors of misinformation. Well, if this pandemic treaty um, passes, the nations will be required to censor anything wow. that is what the WHO says. It feels like we're very close to that already. I know Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum have employed large numbers of what they call, you know, their uh, like accurate news media initiative, you know, which is basically censorship from a, a global organization that uh, our elites work hand in hand with. But then uh, Tucker Carlson and, and Elon Musk are having a conversation and Elon says clearly when he took over Twitter, every phase of Twitter's operation was under direct control of the U.S. government. Every direct message, every DM that took place on Twitter, the U.S. government had direct access to the CIA. Every three-letter agency had complete access Mm -hmm. to all the time, from the beginning, the whole time. And so you you look at these kind of revelations, people should realize this isn't some fairy tale thing you should really look out for in the future, like a doctor, you know, telling you, if you don't cut your cholesterol, it could be bad mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, you know, like this is already happening. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're just increasing the ante and giving more authority to a foreign body. Is that kind of what's happening? Well, absolutely. And there's so much to unpack. There. It takes so, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love to do many more shows because every sentence that you said is something that we could do 15 minutes on. But an, a, another aspect of this world health organization, um, these agreements is that, they enable the director general of the World Health Organization, Dr. Tedros Cabrasis, um, who is very closely tied to the, to the Chinese Communist Party, to declare not only a health emergency, but a potential health risk. Potential. I mean, mm-hmm. 
anywhere in the world and then move in um, and direct how it's going to go without the consent of the country. So he could just decide that there's, you know, something going on in Nebraska and we could say, mm-hmm. well, no, there's not. And he'll say, well, you know what? I'm just going, I'm moving in. So, um, so, so this is, this is absolutely, um, it will destroy our national sovereignty. Mm-hmm. They can also, if these pass, they can mandate treatments, which means that they could actually mandate vaccines. We mm-hmm. won't have a choice. Okay. So, so it's, it's like having a uh, Xi Jinping, sitting in your doctor's office with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and, we, go ahead. We need to take action, right? So these things are actually going to be uh, voted on and potentially adopted even in May, as early as May. So what can we do? Okay. So yeah, the, the official uh, schedule is has them being adopted in May of 2024, but they could move it sooner to May of 2023. I, I, I don't put anything past them. I would ask people to sign, go to the sovereigntycoalition.org, sovereigntycoalition.org, and you can see it on the screen, and sign the declaration. That will send a message to your um, congressmen and Mm -hmm. and your uh, senators immediately saying we need to withdraw from the WHO because we're not going to be able to stop this from passing. In the World Health Organization, there's 194 member nations. We're just one. We can't Mm -hmm. stop it from passing. So then it becomes international law binding on us. The only way for us to get out of it is to withdraw. And that's what we're calling on the Biden administration and you, to do. And you got a quarter Huge. million uh, uh, votes there already. Yeah. But I want to make sure people understand what happens. When you go to this website, sovereigntycoalition.org, um, where you can sign the declaration at the top, they make this easy to find. Everybody watching, just take seconds. It yep. won't take long. And just enter your name, information, and it's already formatted to directly send this to the person who can, whose job it is. They have a job, like anybody has a job. Their job is to represent your voice. If you use your voice to let them know what you want, okay, it doesn't take a lot. One thing I've learned in this position, most politicians are weak and spineless, and they only want to do what's going to keep them in power. Mm-hmm. Five or six messages for them is a heads up 20, 20. or 25 is the sky is falling. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot to lean on your representative. You know why? Because they're naturally weak to start with. You just need to lean harder than the other people that are leaning on them from the other way. They have the tool here to make this an easily executable item. That's exactly right. Reggie, thank you so much for joining us today. Again, go to sovereigntycoalition.org. Make sure you fill out that declaration. We really appreciate your time, Reggie. Hey, I'm Dr. Jason Dean, and welcome to the Full Moon Protocol. What I have found clinically in practice as a chiropractor and in clinical nutrition is that parasites are at the root of most every major issue, both small as well as chronic disease. And so with the Full Moon Protocol, I start getting the parasites out of your body in a natural way. I want to show you exactly how this works. Para-1. Now, Para-1 is very, very unique. It's mimosa pudica seed. And what happens is this actually goes into your small intestine and your colon, and it paralyzes the parasites because they're taking your nutrients. They're literally stealing nutrients out of your body. They paralyze the parasites and then it starts scrubbing them off the walls. Also, what happens is parasites are very smart. Parasites will actually make what's called a biofilm, and it puts the biofilm over themselves on the intestinal wall so they can protect themselves against being taken out. So with Para-1 again, this goes in, takes that biofilm off the wall, but also scrubs the parasites off and allows you to start getting them out of your body. Para-2, 
really important because Parachute goes in, it'll kill off all kinds of parasites, both large and small, but it also goes in and it actually starts healing your gut. So what we've been told a lot of times is there's leaky gut out there. Leaky gut causes lots of problems with the body as well as the brain in general. People can have brain fog, lots of issues. So Parachute goes in, kills off some of these microscopic and large parasites, but also it starts rebuilding your good microbiome, your good gut bacteria. So instead of having an out of balance gut bacteria where the bad bacteria is taking over, it brings that back in. When you have good bacteria and a good balance, you'll actually start losing weight as well because it also brings down your cortisol levels, which are stress hormones. Para 3. Para 3 is a liquid, one of my favorite products. And the reason I say that is because one, it's a liquid, it's really easy to take. Also, children can take it. But it actually goes to work on the organs. It goes into the bloodstream and starts taking out some of the microscopic and bloodborne parasites. This can also be used in our sinuses. So a lot of times we'll have a liver fluke. The liver connects to your sinuses. A lot of people in America today are struggling with sinus issues, allergy problems. It's not actually allergy problems or sinus problems. What happens is the liver backs up and then our sinuses have parasites, para four. Parasites love to go into our gut and steal our nutrients. When they steal our nutrients, they also steal our neurotransmitters. Neurotransmitters are made in the gut and then the neurotransmitters go to the brain. Things like serotonin, dopamine, GABA. When we're missing them in the gut because the parasites are gobbling them up and consuming them, our brain isn't online as much. So you might have cloudy thinking, a lack of clarity, lack of focus or attention to detail. You might actually have mental health issues like depression, anxiety, worry. Para 4 goes in and starts killing these parasites off, but also improve the thinking bring away the cloudiness, bring you back to present time so you're operating correctly again. Biotoxin binder is special in the fact that it literally binds on. The binder goes around the toxin and starts taking it through the colon, the bowel, and eliminating it out of the body. So biotoxin binder not only goes after parasites, it will go after things like mold, heavy metals, and other toxic chemicals that might be in the body. And this is our most advanced 15-day full moon protocol where you will clean out everything that is in your body and go forward with a great health journey. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.